I was really good, really fast. Good. You know, sometimes people are just talented. Somebody mm -hmm. sits at the piano, they have never done it, but the teacher already says, oh, I think you actually, you know, your hands are perfect. You already, I can see, I can work with that. You have a knack for it. I some, yeah, I was a natural, thank God. And, and, and on top of it, I put in the discipline because I'm German, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We're always on time. We'll show up, we'll mm -hmm. study. So it was the mix of my discipline, of me wanting it. And, um, if you make your money or make your living with helping people and besides your paycheck, you get messages like, wow, like you changed, changed my, my life. life. I can finally breathe. I can finally live. I finally have a boyfriend. I finally left my abusive husband. I finally found a girlfriend. That is, that's dope. Wow. That but, is dope. Yeah. What are the most common issues that people come to you with about getting, wanting to get hypnotized? What is the big thing for you? You wouldn't even think, but very handsome guys or beautiful women have no confidence. Aww. No confidence. And they, a lot of people confuse confidence with arrogance. I noticed. They're like, well, but I want to come off cocky. I don't want to think like I'm better than others. And I'm like, Conf arrogance means if you give yourself credit for something you don't deserve. You say you're the best when you're not or you're the greatest when you're not. Mm. Confidence is being proud of whatever you do and you think it's great and you love it and you're happy about it. Like I say, I honestly believe I am the best female hypnotist, at least in the States, wow. if not in the world right now, because I've been looking around and I don't see a lot of good things, but I don't, it doesn't mean others are shit or maybe there is someone better. I just don't know. For, from what I've seen, I think I'm really the best female. That's amazing. But when I say that I don't come off like I believe um, I'm better than others, mm. I still learn so much, you know, and I'm not saying I'm the best. I say I'm the best in a specific niche. And you're is, confident. In I, yourself and your abilities. Yes, I am confident, but I also wasn't always. And, and you know, this young guy from whom I learned so much, um, who taught me most of the things. He also, he always talks about there's confidence and there's true confidence. So let's say I have confidence and I put on a really sexy short dress and I go out. I'm confident. I'm not ashamed, right? I'm super sexy. But suddenly one person comes up and says, that's a little bit too much. Boom. And now I feel insecure. Now I want to change. Now I want to have a jacket. So I was confident, but not truly confident. If I'm truly confident, I'll probably show my boobs. I'll, 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 you know, I'll be like, maybe I should show you even more, huh? If it's not too much, why shouldn't I give you more? You <laughs> That's know, hilarious. That's the difference. Wow. A lot of people look confident, but they're not. It's just like a show. It's like a mask. True confidence is if you really, really don't give a shit. But yeah. not in a disrespectful way. Like take advice, take criticism. But if you like something, you really like it. And somebody tries to make it like, like destroy it for you or tell you your outfit is not nice or you, whatever why would you allow that and it doesn't affect you when you're truly right. confident when someone says something to you you're like oh well whatever they must be having their own issues exactly. like you know you you realize that everyone's coming from a different place you know and if you look at a lot of big like big names it doesn't matter which scene rock stars musicians actors don't you think that people told them so many times you're an idiot, you'll never make it. Or mm -hmm. you're a woman, you probably have to sleep with people to get that job. Or, oh, you want to be a guitar player? You know how many guitar players are out there? If they would have listened, I lost so many opportunities in my life already um, because I listened to somebody that said, don't do it. Or it's maybe not a good idea. Mm. I Because I trusted others more than my, myself Yourself. and my own instincts. And if I wouldn't have done that, um, who knows where, I, where I'd be. And And... But in the last, it also comes with age, right? I think we're the same. You're 32? Mm. I'm 30, 34, yeah. Oh, a little I'm, older yeah. than you. I'm yeah. 33 and a half. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're still young, but mm. we're also not 25 anymore. Right. And I think it just comes with this. That's the cool part of getting a little bit older. We're still like young women, but we're not like somebody tells us something. And by now we'll be like, 
I respect your opinion, and then you just walk away. And yeah, you forgot about it. And you it decide already. whether it matters to you or not, which is imp- which is important. And you grow, and you and you you let things. I think personally, for me, I let things roll off a lot more in my you know thirties. Yeah. Yeah. You start to let go a little bit. And who are these people? Like, who is to tell you what to do? Mm-hmm. Like, we have laws about not killing someone, not stealing, don't hurt others, right? Don't destroy things. That's a law. I get that. But whoever wrote the law of forcing your opinion on somebody, making them feel bad, making them feel too, too uh, overweight or ugly or not good enough, where is that law? Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist. And how many sessions, like, so say I came to you and I said, you know, like for me, for instance, I'm going to have you hypnotize me on the second part of the podcast, which I'm so interested to do. I have an anxiety disorder, so I have random bouts of anxiety for no reason. I've had it my whole life. I mean, I'm sure it's a reason because of the environment I grew up in, whatever, kind of programmed me to be that way. How many sessions does it take to be hypnotized typically for people before they start to see how how much better they are? Um, it depends on what problem you have, mm-hmm. but it mostly depends on how much you want to get rid of it because you, you would laugh that a lot of people come to me to get rid of a problem but they don't really want to get rid of the problem. They're not ready to let it go. For example, a lot of people that are depressed or depressive, they get very mad when I tell them that they actually don't want to get rid of it because it's a form of attention they get. And it's something that makes them stand out if people worry about them. And it sounds very mean and they get offended fast. They're like, do you think I want to be depressed? I'm like, no, but also, and there's a saying in psychology, it it goes, the brain goes to what it knows. Right. You know, like when sometimes women attract like, the asshole over and over again, a guy that is not good to them, it's because the brain will always pick what is familiar. Mm. The brain doesn't go to what it thinks is best for you, what would be the smartest decision. It's like, this looks like what we had before, I'll take it again. Right. It, it's really... It th- goes to what it's used to. Exactly. Right. So a lot of people, um, if somebody comes up to me and says, yeah, I'm here because I need to quit smoking because my wife and my daughter are annoyed that I'm smoking, so here I am probably my hypnosis will not work. Because they don't want to quit. It's, it's just because someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And also, it's not about them believing in hypnosis. I can have people that say, I really don't believe in this. I think you're a crazy person. But this is my last, my, like my last resort. If I don't if I don't get it fixed, I, I'm in real trouble. So I trust you and I, and I promise you I'll, I'll, I'll follow your suggestions. Then it'll work. Although they don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. It's more important to really want what I'm going to help you with than to actually believe in what I do, if that makes sense. Right. Smoking, weed could be one session. It's just one session wow. and smoking, smoking for smoking takes three minutes. It's super, super fast. Really? My husband's a smoker, yeah. but he likes smoking. He would have to want, he would to have quit. to want to quit. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we could get him hypnotized. Exactly. Yeah. And is it, is it for people like, you know, you said like people come to you, beautiful girls who are insecure and things like that. How do you change their mentality with your hypnosis? So I first talk to them and I'm asking them questions and then they usually tell me, I know I'm beautiful and I know I probably shouldn't, but somehow I still think like that. So they already show me that somewhere deep they maybe know they're crazy and they should be more confident. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I just, I have different kinds of hypnosis. Um, You have like journeys where you walk on a beach. I have a elevator hypnosis where each floor is a different problem, kind of, let's say family, Mm -hmm. your fitness goals, your career. And I pretty much repeat back to them what they told me beforehand. So uh, I usually ask them, how would, if you would wake up tomorrow and be the perfect version of yourself, how would that version be? Well, I want to finally wake up at 7 a.m., not always sleep in. I don't smoke. I finish two big glasses of water. I walk my dog. So the better they describe it, the better I know. And then I literally tell them, tomorrow when you wake up, you remember that now you want to wake up at 7 a.m. You set your alarm tonight for 7 a.m. Also, you remember you want to walk your dog, drink a big glass of water, and then you sit by your laptop and start, you know, working on whatever you want to work on 
and the brain is in trance. It's called state of theta. It's where the filter between your conscious and your subconscious mind is gone. So every suggestion is, is w way more accepted. And this suggestion, suggestion I'm giving you, you ask me for it beforehand, so I know you want it, and then it goes right in. And then the easiest version to explain what I do is your brain is an iPhone. If you allow me to hypnotize you, you give me your passcode. Now I open your phone, I see all your apps. Some apps are good. Some apps say, I'm not good enough, I'm ugly, this, I'm like, oh no. So the shitty apps, I'll delete. The good ones, I'll keep. And if I think you're missing something, I download them. I lock your phone, I give it back to you. Same phone, but different apps. Wow. That's what I do. That's an incredible uh, metaphor for that. That's amazing. Yeah, I found that that's very easy for everyone, yeah. like, because everybody know, like knows iPhones. Also, what I have to say, though, hypnotists look really cool, right? If mm -hmm. you smoke, if you know someone, let's say your husband smokes for 30 years or whatever, and I make him quit, you, you will, you'll, be, you'll be like, she's a magician. What you have to understand is that our beliefs and our identity are very fragile. Mm -hmm. We think, oh, I've been like that since 30 years. We think it means something. Mm -hmm. Our identity is just a program, a app. If I would have taken you as a baby and you would have grown up in a different family, different country, you would look different. You m might even have a different sexual orientation, dif different political views, different style. Maybe you would like platinum white hair and pink lips and look looking like a Barbie. Mm. Maybe you would be a complete goth chick. Like you don't know, right? So people think just because this has been the longest programming that it means something. But it doesn't mean anything. I can You're able to change it at the yeah, drop of a yeah. hat. Because just the fact that if you would have grown up differently, you would be different. Different right. friends, different movies, different, different, uh, you know. Or if you had a different lifestyle. Exactly. You wouldn't have been, you know, like I'm sure if my husband wasn't a musician and in the whole rock and roll thing, he might not really have been a smoker, you know, because it's like that's what it's was done. Connected. That's what they did. What if he would have grown up in a different family and they would have sent him to be a freaking, I don't know, hockey, hockey player or he would be a... a, a I, I don't know, he would teach in school. He would wear glasses and look like all boring with like no tattoos and stuff and just be like, good morning, kids. You don't know. So it doesn't mean anything. This is the version we picked for because of our circumstances. Right, environment. But it's not stable. Right. It's just we have it so and nobody's going to change it because why should somebody change it? Nobody will come up and change your identity. Right. Hypnosis does. But wow. it's not as big of a deal. You know what I mean? It looks like a big of a deal, but it's not really because your identity isn't really stable. Right. You believe you're a smoker. You believe you like smoking. If I now make you believe that you hate smoking, you now hate smoking. Wow. That's all it is. But you just have to have that one little bit of passion to truly want change. Yes. You have to want the change. Because yes. if you don't want the change, you're not going to make the change. Mm -mm. It's all up to you at the end of the day. Hypnosis helps with where you're... Yeah, with where your mind isn't strong enough or where you just, like, you want to quit smoking, but you're, or even drugs, you you know it's bad for you. You know your family is falling apart. You really want to quit, but duh, you're addicted. Your body's mm -hmm, aching, mm -hmm. whatever, you need it, right? But I still see you like, dude, I'll do anything, make me, but I, I always, like, I can't stop. It'll work. Wow. But if you come because others told you to or because yeah. you think like, oh, let's let's give it a shot. Right, right, the right. The more you want it, the crazier are the results. I make people stop stuttering. I really? can fix anything that is mental. Not if it's physical, right? Because right. if you're sick or if your body has some mm. issues, that's how it is. But anything that is, like I was stuttering a lot after my dad passed away. I was six years old. I was a happy child, bubbly, talking even more than I do now. And when my dad passed away, I started to stutter. And not only like, t -t -t -t, I was like, ha. I had like the worst stutter ever. And then, you know, the kids made fun of me and you know how it goes. And then everything went to shit. It was when your dad passed, it yeah, triggered It was like something. A, for me to cope with it. It was right. somehow, maybe I wanted more attention or there was too much attention on my mom being a widow. Maybe I wanted attention. So I was stuttering. I, I, I don't remember. But it. you couldn't know. help it. 
no, of course I couldn't help it. But this is something that hypnosis could fix, for example. How did you get over that? I went to actually through these like teachers and schools that like teach you to speak slowly and 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 then later on when I when I got older and I just processed everything better, I like it, it wow. went away. So I don't really think it was because of the schools I went to to help right. me speak. It just went to the psychology. You need to go through what you have, what yeah. had happened to you that triggered that. So we see a lot of people. They seem like they're like messed up, but they're um, they're maybe just adept. This is maybe just a reaction to an action that happened. Mm. A lot of people start. It can also happen in a good way. Like I can stop start stuttering because my dad passed away. But you can start to work out and eat healthy after you have so much weight and the doctor tells you you, do, you don't only have diabetes you'll be dead next year if you don't quit so it's the same thing it's like a it's like an impact your body right? naturally yeah. goes it's we like got to change it's like something. a trauma it's like right. a trauma right. and hypnosis um, allows you to skip that step with hypnosis you don't need to wait for your aunt to die in a car accident so you finally put the seatbelt on you don't need to be 200 pounds so you finally hypnosis allows you to already be there before you get that brutal impact by life yeah, what's who's the one person if there is one? Who's one person that you would say was the most the person that you helped the most? Someone who was going through something like what was their deal and how did you There were so many people but So I, many people you've helped obviously. Yeah. I told you this earlier when it comes to like um sexual abuse and uh -huh. and, and stuff that happened to uh, men too mm -hmm. in their childhood. I didn't know I knew this is happening and I know that probably every woman has ever at some point has been maybe sexually assaulted or something, mm. maybe not even noticing it, but right. Um, but I heard stories from clients where I'm like, yo, this is, this can't even be true. Mm. Where the whole family would rape them for years. Oh, Women, no. my, my aunt, my mom's mother would, I can't even say this on, you know, to men, to men or to women, to kids, when they were kids, wow. when they were kids, I had one, one, one woman and, and she told me her, her whole family would rape her for years and then she would grow up with kids, but then these kids would be a little older, like let's say 13, 14, then the kids would rape her too and, and do sexual games. In America? Them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And she's beautiful. If you, She's a beautiful woman. and, and That's and, heartbreaking. And um, I mean, I heard some stories where like, I was like, okay, I, I can't even believe this. Like, you wouldn't even believe what's happening in the world. Like, it's, it's, and, and, and you can't, sometimes it's beautiful families with a beautiful house. You don't have to be in that, you know, shitty house with people that look like they're junkies or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful people, beautiful couples with a beautiful golden retriever and a beautiful car. And behind closed curtains, there's it's a dark. freaking madhouse. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. It so shows, it goes to show you can't really judge a book by its cover. Oh. And then, so how do you help someone who has had that kind of trauma? Do you, how do you help them get over it? Do you so, help them forget about it? So or? they usually have been through therapy and stuff. Mm. Therapy is though just talking. It's like, it's like we exchange, like it's not really, it doesn't really change anything. It'll just help you maybe understand better or, or process, but it won't fix your problem. I had one case um, where the past was so severe and so brutal that we agreed. It's very difficult. We agreed on giving her a, a, a amnesia. Wow. Make her forget. Because the only way to have her live a normal life was to not remember. And then you can even pick if you want to know that I made you forget or if you want to think you came for something completely So stupid. she finished getting hypnotized by you. You wiped her memory. But she wanted to know what happened. Like, she wanted to know that it's part of her life. She just Okay. And when she woke up, she was like, I can't even see their faces right now. Like, it's like, maybe it's going to come back later. She was like. It never came back. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So you put when you hypnotize people, do they go to sleep? Like so, it's called state of theta. It's a it's a light trance. Um, it's the same state um, when you watch a movie and you cry because somebody died. You know, Matt Damon didn't die. Right, right. And yet you're crying like, oh my god. Yeah. Or when we watch Saw and they like cut off the legs and stuff, you're like, oh my god. You know, it's not true. Right. But you're in theta, so your brain right now doesn't know the difference between them. Um, reality, reality and, and, and yeah. imagination. Yeah. Or when you drive home the same route every day and you're like. This traffic light was green, was it? Like yeah. when you just like drive home like a yeah. zombie? Yeah. That's theta. Or That's interesting. You, yeah. yeah. Or in the morning when you wake up, you like take your first pee. Do you ever like use the restroom in the morning and you pee and you just like stare at the wall and you're done peeing for like two minutes, but you still sit there like just staring at the wall? That's all theta. Wow. So and kids are in the state constantly between two and nine. That's why they learn so much. That's why they are non-judgmental. That's why they're so brutally honest. They'll be like, you're ugly, right? A kid will be like, you're ugly. And you're like, wow, okay, thank you. Because kids are in oh theta, no, no filter. Yeah. And then they get older, suddenly they become more ashamed. Like girls start to be ashamed, right? Of right. their like, boobs and stuff. Yeah. Um, school becomes harder. Relationship with parents gets more complicated because now they're out of theta. They, they're out of this suggestible state. Mm. And now they create their own beliefs and ideas and they start to build a, an identity oh i like black clothes or oh i like punk or i like uh, jazz right that's when they build because they're out of theta wow mm -hmm. are you constantly putting yourself into a state of theta to try to remain open or do you so like i'm a really good hypnotist but i suck at self-hypnosis okay a lot of hypnotists do it they teach it they teach it to others mm -hmm. i know how to teach it but Coaches don't play. Yeah. I help so many people, but yeah. my life is like a mess. Oh, no. So, no. No, but yeah, I don't. Um, I Of course, I, medita I meditate right. and I know how to calm my state or how, how to pump up my state. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I know about self-hypnosis, but to an extent how I've seen it when other hypnotists do it, I'm like... I don't know. But I'm you have all these friends that are hypnotists. So if you need help, you can always go to them. I have and a lot. Get yeah, my friends are cool. They're either hypnotists or magicians. Wow. So when, when we go out, it's always like, a, it's, it's it's really fun. It's just cool. pulling like a rabbit out of your ear. You're well, like, well, like the horseman. <laughs> yeah. It's really like your stuff will disappear. Oh, oh, one of my friends is a, what do you call that? Pit, pit pocket artist? Oh, pit. oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're like, where's my shit? No and way. Like, ah, ha, ha. Is he that good at it? Mm -hmm. Like you could take like a ring off your finger and you he have will no tell idea. You, he will tell you, maybe I'll do something to you today. And you're like, please, no, like I'm not down for that. And while you say that, you, you hold your finger up and your ring is gone already. And you don't even know? No. That's also some kind of hypnosis. They get, get you so used to them touching you somewhere really quick that you like don't notice the touches anymore. And one of these touches will just be the, you know, the one that takes away your shit. And does he do it for a living? He used to be a... That's what made him famous. He used to be huge and have a YouTube channel. I think they have like millions. Where he could like take stuff from people without them knowing all the mm -hmm. time. And he would do, he would go through like, you know, through the city and just tap on people and be like, hey, is, isn't this your phone and wallet? And they'll be like, the hell? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. But you know, in every, like uh, in, in, in certain countries where there's a lot of, you know, poverty and stuff, a lot of um, Young guys like learn how to they do have it to, to, learn to, how to steal to from tourists yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's famous, right? When, when right. you're a tourist somewhere, and now your stuff is gone, but you swear nobody even got close Touched to you. you. Yeah, mm -hmm. wow, that is so interesting. Yeah, there's so much cool stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and then we get back. I'm gonna have you hypnotize me. Yeah. How long does it usually take? As long as I talk to you. So it okay. depends. If I give you a freaking journal and change your whole life history, we will be here for five hours. If it's just um, um, a few things we're gonna. We're going to change. You're going to tell me what you would like to change. If it's just one or two things, it's literally these few seconds as long as I talk to you. Wow. Okay, guys, we'll be right back with Maggie Callie on Worst First.
Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, wow, this is so exciting. Okay, so like I told you, I have an anxiety disorder where I am constantly, you know, lately it's actually been not that bad, which is so weird and random, but um, I usually have like panic attacks or I'm scared to travel and I'm really scared of death. Death is one thing that I'm super scared of because I don't like giving up control and I don't like the unknown. And I'm so in love with my life and I love being able to think and do things and eat and get dressed and do makeup and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't want that to ever end. You know what I mean? And I know everyone says, um, you know, uh, death is not real because it's only the death of a physical body. Energy continues on forever. Da, 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 da. But I would love to not spend every day of my life thinking about death. I think about it a lot. I think about it like several times a day. Really? Almost all day. I think about food several times. Yeah, day, see, I'd, I'd rather, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't rather think about food, but I'd rather not think about death and live my life. Like, so it, it hinders So you me. randomly think about, um, I hope I won't die today or tomorrow, and or, anytime soon would be great to yeah, not die. Yeah. I would appreciate to live longer than, like... Yeah, I think about, I, I, it constantly comes into my head, like, what is it going to be like? You know, where am I going to be? How is it going to happen? Like, I, I don't like not knowing, so I, I want to, like, have every bit of my life planned out. I'm a bit OCD. So here and comes so, the therapist question. Mm -hmm. How was your childhood? Did your mom or parents ever, were they ever interested in that topic or would they talk about something like that? You never no, heard this they, other child? they didn't. And like, it's weird. I didn't experience any trauma with death as a young girl. Like, um, I grew up in a traumatic environment. My mm -hmm. mother was very um, unstable in, when I was growing up and my dad kind of raised us. Mm -hmm. And so that, was kind of the thing. And it's interesting. You said the thing about how you developed a lisp after your father died. When my parents got divorced, I developed OCD really badly where I would have to touch something and then touch it eight more times to give it back. So nothing would happen to my family. Oh. It was very strange. So I did that for like years and then finally got help and was stopped doing that. But I think I still have a little bit of the OCD in terms of like, I can't walk past a picture without like making sure it's straight or everything has to be perfect. So you control, know? control is probably also one of your highest values. Right. Control is at the helm where I like have to have control where I'm like, I cannot relinquish control. Because if you don't have control, what could happen if you lose control? So, but that also means there's a huge lack of trust towards anything and anybody but you. Mm -hmm. You feel like I love all of these people. I like them, but they better not have the control. So you believe that you having the control is the safest thing? Yes. Um, when do you feel really, really good and relaxed? When do you feel your best? Or what are a few moments you feel really, really good? I feel really good at the beginning of relationships when that like new love is there. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have like a crush and you're excited and you're like, oh my God, they're texting me. And like I get flooded with like endorphins and I don't, I don't have any anxiety. I don't have any depression. I don't have this fear of death. I don't even think about it. And I'm just so happy. But so and you that's see when it, I'm the happiest. It's gone sometimes. So yes, you see it's, it's not a stable exactly, factor. Exactly. Also, you know, we say that it always... Again, it sounds mean, but we always say you don't have depression or anxiety. You do depression. Mm -hmm. And people say, like you told me earlier, I don't do anything. It just overcomes me. That's what your conscious mind thinks. Mm -hmm. But subconsciously, your mind is like, all right, today's another one. Let's get ready, everyone, for our daily attack. That's interesting because the body it. is used to it. The body is in like a routine of doing it. But it's so interesting because then if I, if something happens, you know, like I'm excited about something it takes a backseat. So like if I'm getting happy endorphins from something like a crush or like when you first start dating someone, 
it doesn't have that control. But then when my life is sort of just my life, it just kind of meanders its way in. What is another time you feel really good? Like even in your daily life, like like to me, it's like when my when my dog puts her face just or her butt on my face on the couch and just thinks that she needs to sleep on my face. <laughs> What are other moments that give you really like a really warm, genuine, um, safe feeling? I love at night when the day is finished and I get to crawl into bed and just relax mm -hmm. and just not worry about, you know, doing anything or answering any emails or answering any phone calls or mm -hmm. having to be anywhere. I love that moment where it's like bedtime and I just get to lay down and chill and I have Nina and my husband and it's just peace. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you don't have to do anything. That's my favorite. Okay, but it's good that you already, that you know the feeling of peace and that you do experience it. Because a lot of people say like, I'm like, when do you ever feel good? They're like, never. <laughs> like never. Some people no, I do. I do feel good. It's interesting. Like I, I have those moments. I think. Is it possible that, um, like I told you, the brain goes to what it knows. And the second thing is the brain goes to what it thinks it deserves. Is there a chance that you also subconsciously deep down think you might not deserve all these beautiful things that life has given you or oh for sure you finally have a nice life now yeah. but also you paid a price your youth was yes. terrible right so yeah. technically it's fair for you to have a good life at least now right but is it possible that it's like some kind of self-sabotage life is going well let's do something to mess it up like i, I can't just have a good like I, i still need to have some stress or something absolutely because my life is used to chaos that when i don't have chaos my life is like why are we not having chaos mm -hmm. that's what i kind of feel too like i I read something about that in a psychology book about anxiety. And they said that people that grew up in trauma are so used to they this roller it. coaster they that when it. there is no roller coaster, their body kind of just freaks out because it's like, what is happening? We're not in a traumatic state. We don't know how to live in a non-traumatic state. hundred percent. And I have a friend who is very, uh, very emotional. And every time I talk to her about normal, you should date a normal guy, you should, normal. She says, but I don't want boring. So to her, what I Nor think healthy. is normal, I was in a normal relationship and we had crazy sex and good times. It was not boring, but it was normal. I loved him. He loved me. Later we broke up. I called him an asshole. He called me a bitch. Good stuff. Normal mm -hmm. life. Yeah. It wasn't boring. Right. But to her, anything that is less than a crazy mind fuck, brain fuck, excuse my language, is boring to her. Yeah. Like you say, because she's used to this up and down. Yeah. So normal to her means boring. Right. And I tell her, no, 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 there's normal. And then there is boring. There is boring. You you don't want to do boring. But normal is great. So how, do I, change, how do I change that? I do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you want to change it. You want to change it. And you have great, uh, you have um, what's important. For example, uh, I can make people um, drunk hypnosis or be on shrooms but what i need in order to do that is for them to have a memory of how it was when they did right that's why i'm asking you to when are you happy and stuff because i want to use your memory and and the material you already have when you had it mm -hmm. to just you know make it stronger and replace the negative with the positive so if i make someone drunk in hypnosis i tell them hey remember the last time you were really drunk and you were laughing your ass off and you just couldn't walk and stuff they're like Ugh. and then they open their eyes and they are in that state Just through hypnosis, because I just replay the memory. I love that. Our brain is a computer. Remember, we use what? 23% of our brain? 28? Mm -hmm. um, in hypnosis, it goes up to 2 or 3% for a short um, the brain activity. Wow. Um, um, but still, it's a joke. Wow. Like, you know, those people that say, there are no aliens, there is no that. I'm like, just us. We aren't even using our fully full potential. Like, if, if us being so intelligent, so smart, writing all this music... You know, making light, making a TV, building planes. If that is all on 20, 25%, what would we do with 
50, 75, 100%. Yeah, that's we, so true. That's when we're aliens, probably. Right, so, exactly. Um, so it always cracks me up when people are very, like, try to be very rational, like, this doesn't exist and we don't know about that. I'm like, just the fact that we know we don't use our full potential. Yeah. And 20% of our potential is already incredible. Who knows how much more there is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, don't underestimate your brain and don't uh, underestimate what it can do. And we can do amazing things. People wow. just decide to lose weight and they drop 100 pounds. People just stop drugs. They do maybe do a therapy. Some go cold turkey and they do it. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm done. Yes, I feel the pain. Yes, I know it would go away, but I'm done. And they don't. Right. So it is possible. And people do incredible things. And um, I always lived by that rule. And it's really true. If one person could do it, yeah. so can you. Wow. So That's how do I, how do I like get into it? Do I just, what do I do? Do I close my eyes? I'll show you. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do it with you. Okay. So I'll take your microphone away. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'll keep mine. All right. Lean back. You can keep your eyes open for now. Put both feet on the ground. Just be comfortable. Perfect. Lean back. Excuse me. I'm going to hypnotize your mom for a sec, okay? So she's going to give you more treats. Is that okay? Okay. Um. All right. Give me your hands. All right. When I say the word sleep, you're not going to go to sleep, but your eyes are going to close. Your body's going to relax, and you're going to go into a nice state of trance. Just listen to my voice and follow my suggestions. Um, whatever happens, just let it happen. Every trance feels different and just go with what I'm telling you. Your eyes are already like flickering because you're, you are very suggestible, suggestible because you're an artist too. Like I'm very suggestible too. That's also important to say that I get hypnotized very fast because I'm suggestible because I'm very emotional. All right. Give me your hand. Turn it around. And I want you to look at the lines in your hand. Look at the lines in your hand and I want you to notice that your eyelids are getting heavier and heavier. Notice that they're getting heavier like in the morning when you just woke up. Getting heavier and heavier until you just sleep all the way down, all the way deep. Perfect. Just letting go. Sinking and drifting. Now I want you to imagine three white stairs that you're going to walk down. And with each stair, you're going to go in a little bit deeper than you've been before. With one, two, three, and deep sleep. All the way down, all the way deep. Perfect. Just like that. Now I want you to go to that part of your mind that gives you anxiety, that sometimes tells you that your life is maybe too good, that makes you nervous. I want you to go to that part and I want you to give it a color. Maybe it's a dirty color, maybe it's a dark black or gray. And as you are in this, let's call it room of your mind, with all the negativity, I want you to now notice a door at the end of the room and you open this door And this is the part of your mind that is happy, that is fulfilled when you're with your family, with your pets, when you do the things you love. And I want you to give that room a color. What is the color? Maybe it's a bright yellow, a light violet. It's beautiful. And I want you now to open the door and notice how this beautiful color from the positive room is floating into the other room. Because see, where there's darkness, only light can make it go away. And I want you to notice how the dark room is changing color and it's becoming warm and beautiful. And all you feel is genuine love and passion, compassion, empathy, happiness. And I want you to remember a time when you were really, really, truly happy, when you felt so fulfilled, when you noticed that life is beautiful. And I want you to realize that life is a gift. And I want you to accept and believe starting today that nobody is going to take it away from you. You've been blessed with this beautiful life and you already have proof that life has been hard to you and not always kind. 
and life tried to bring you down, but it never left you. It always kept you because it loves you. And I want you to remember this color, the color of happiness, of safety. And as a matter of fact, every time you want to notice this color in your regular life, on the street, on a picture, on the TV, on your clothes, you're going to feel the same feeling of happiness, of safety, of compassion. And as a matter of fact, every time you want to try to feel anxious again, your mind will not allow you to go there because this beautiful color is just so strong. It is rushing through your body, from your shoulders, in your stomach, in your legs. It's all over. It's behind the back of your eyes, in your head. It's everywhere. And every time you try to feel nervous or sad or hopeless, you notice that you can't. The harder you try, the harder it becomes. It's actually impossible. And you just realize in that second that you've been blessed with this beautiful life, with your family, with all your friends that love and adore you, with all the things you can do, with all the people you can help. And when you open your eyes, all you're going to feel is pure happiness, compassion, excitement for the future. You're going to feel highly motivated. Your confidence will be a 15 out of 10. Your happiness will be a 15 out of 10. The feeling of peace and calm will be a 15 out of 10. And when you go to bed tonight, you're going to have the deepest sleep you ever had. You're going to sleep so deep and so good. And when you wake up tomorrow, all you're going to feel is energy, motivation, and excitement for life. And you forget to remember and remember to forget the fear of losing this life because all you know is the excitement to live this life. So as a matter of fact, when you open your eyes, you're going to be happy. You're going to be wide awake, full of energy, and you won't even know why you told me all of this because all you know now is that you love life and you're excited to live it. With three, two, one, eyes open back to me, wide awake. Hey. Wow. <laughs> God. And all of that, this is a German accent. <laughs> that literally... When you first, like, were talking to me, I felt my body slowly getting, mm -hmm. like... You went, like, your breath went slower and you, like, you, yeah, you sink. Yeah, mm -hmm. you sink. Yeah, you did really well. But oh see, that's gosh. when it works. Hypnosis is a gift to honest and grateful people that are grateful to receive it. It's not something I do to prove if it works or to people that are like, okay, show me what you got. It's for people that wow. deserve it. You guys, I'm being completely real right now. Look at your eyes. They're like. I know. I feel like <laughs> I just woke up from like a really <laughs> deep nap. Mm -hmm. it, I, I forgot the, I think they said five minutes are like 30 minutes of sleep or one minute of hypnosis is like 20 minutes of sleep. I forgot. But I feel yeah. very refreshed and I feel very calm. Yeah. Like it makes you like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like. It's like a high, but in, in, in a positive yeah, way. Yeah. Like my whole body, you can feel like the energy go through your whole body. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Wow. And it's like you were talking to me. But it's like, you know how when you dream? Yeah, you hear half, you don't hear half, but it goes into your back. That's why it's so important if you have your boyfriend or your girlfriend sleep next to you, right? And you're awake. Yeah. Tell them you love them. Tell them all the things because they're in hypnosis when they sleep. Oh, so that's theta when they're that's like theta. sleeping. That's, that's, that's deeper than theta, but still but they tell can them, hear look you. at them and tell them, I love you. You know, if you have maybe problems in your relationship, tell them, I will never leave you. Don't be afraid. I love you. And you're safe with me and I, I appreciate you. Do that. I love that. Do it that. to your kids. Do it to your kids. You know when parents like caress your head and talk to you as a kid, they do it naturally because it's like a thing. They don't know that they're doing the right thing. Wow. Yeah. That is so powerful. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to do that. Like, well, while someone's sleeping, if you want to get through to them, talk to them, yeah. you know. My husband's like, be quiet. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to tell you that I love you. <laughs> 
wow, that's really a mind. That's mind blow. I was honestly, before you came, I was like, not sure. Cause I'd never been hypnotized and people yeah. have told me you have to try getting hypnotized. It takes you to another place. It's amazing. And I'm so receptive to these things. Thank that, God. Like, that's a gift. That's a gift. Cause, yeah. Cause um, I mean, everybody's suggestible. Even you could go, you know, people say it's mind control. You could go against their will. Like let's say somebody attacks me. If I have the right moment, I can, I could knock them out with hypnosis, which would really wow. literally look like magic. If I have their attention, right. if they're, if they're not giving me their attention, they're doing their thing and trying to maybe grab me or something. I cannot. Right. But if I tell them, Hey, can you look at me for a sec? And, and they'll actually do it. I have them. Wow. And my, um, uh, one of my friends did this. He went to the mall and told people just like, excuse me, can you tell me the time? And they're like, uh, and they look at the watch and he's like, do you notice how the letters blah, 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 blah. He's like talking something hypnotic yeah. stuff. And they're like going in trance. He wanted to show because people say, oh, it only works like you guys met before this was planned. We literally just met today. Yeah, we literally did just meet today. And I am like, I'm very open to spirituality. I'm open to therapy. I'm open to everything, self-help. And, you know, I think the important thing is, is that sitting here with you before we even got into it is like saying how much you want change. Yeah. Like you have to physically really in your whole core want change like I'm so curious like when I wake up tomorrow I'm gonna let you know yeah yeah and I'm gonna let everyone know how I feel because I I, it was so interesting when you were like I do remember you saying you're gonna sleep really deep tonight and as you were saying that I felt myself in my bed like Mm -hmm. just sinking into my bed I saw your eyes move so you saw everything yeah my elevator hypnosis will be amazing for you we'll do that another time it takes a little where each floor is like a part of your life where we like make it per- perfect, but you know what I mean. We make it to uh, what's the word, the best version it it could be. Wow! Mm-hmm. And so you pr- are you practicing right now on Zoom because I know yes, this is thank hard. Thank God. Obviously. Yeah, it it sounds crazy, but it works online. Um, same. I just tell them what to do. I have a little different induction. If I'm not next to you, you can like tell them to look at a spot, and there are there are possibilities to do it, and it works amazingly. I've I have monthly clients. Some are with me since years, one or wow. two years, and we have a group coach. We offer group coachings. These are cool too. Um. Uh, first of all you pay a little less for people that can't afford one-on-one but and you meet like a cool group of 10 like-minded people and then one person is an actor but the other one is a director they can connect and it's it's really cool like those we call it mastermind like a cool group of people and um and people ask me well how how did you know covid affect you unfortunately it makes me very busy which i don't like because people see me for you know, depression and losing hope because they're losing everything because of what's happening. So yes, I'm trying to help them find ways how to get out of this, maybe start a new business. And I try to give them advice. I also coach um, like sales teams and show people Mm -hmm. how to sell more, how to sell right. That's more like a business coaching I do as well. But um, it's um, a lot of people are like suicidal rates are really up. Yeah, It's not just a saying. I have friends, they work in like statistics and they like, they tell me stuff where I know it's legit. And they say suicidal rates are up. Um, um, depression is at a high domestic violence all oh, these people yeah. that try to escape their household through work or school they can't cannot. yeah and um i wish i actually wanted to start a pro- project this year uh, all the plans we had right and mm-hmm. um, i wanted to go to a school and um, hypnotize half a class or like different ages and hypnotize half the class and the other one leave them as they are and for one year see the difference that is so interesting hypnotize the kids into you are not aggressive you will share what you have with others. You will forgive others. Studies are important. You will not say yes to drugs. I would literally 
shape them in a way where I think is the best for them. Yeah. And I wanted to, sh like an experiment. And um, yeah. Yeah, of course we couldn't do this this year. But hopefully have you, have you ever had it go wrong where you were like, oh no, no, no it's always no, been positive. I never had it. I never had it go wrong. Um, a few times where changes weren't as big as they were supposed to be, but then later the, the person said, like, I, d I also didn't really, Try. I wasn't ready to let go of that yeah. problem. So they would tell me, like, it's it's really not your fault. Because it always works. But as I said, again, you don't need to believe in hypnosis, but I need you to really want what you want to change. Yeah, That's all I need. You can think I'm a crazy, I'm a crazy um, magician lady. I don't care. As long as you really want to fix what you need to fix, that's all I need from you. Yeah, you really have to want to, to move on. And it sounds terrible, but like the more desperate you are, the more suggestible you are. I had the heartbreak of my life and I, I'm very into spiritual, what, I can pronounce this word, spirituality. Yeah, spirituality. <laughs> but I'm, for example, not that much into like tarot cards or crystals. Mm -hmm. But when I had this heartbreak, I did everything. Full moon, oh, full moon meditation. Moon water, oh, sound yeah. Bath, yeah. Oh, sound, uh, oh, tarot card says yeah. I might get back with him. Okay, yeah. I was like, in, in hypnosis right. like in a suggestible state because I'm so desperate to fix this pain so the bigger the pain the better I can work with you because you're so like dude anything, anything. help me make yeah. me make me healthy I can't live like this any longer so so I find those people and then I help them and it's like a win-win they need wow. me I find them and it works the best that's amazing but a lot of artists have hypnotists and I have a few really really big um, celebrity clients that you would never think he right. needs hypnosis he he has everything right they don't they still lay in bed and like is this all or they're so successful that now they're like what next what next right what now? and before they get stupid ideas or fall into something you know negative um I, I help them so that's so important and I know people need to realize that is that like just because you have money and success it's not everything I mean my husband was upset yesterday because we were trying to build a new house and we we're trying to buy this land and the land ended up not being viable and we had spent so much time oh, getting no. in, invested into it and he was really upset and I just told him I was like you have to stop and look at your life like you have perspective perspective it's means a perspective a lot. is huge yep. and it, you know but it's hard because you know once you are so used to having everything for a while we're creatures of habit yeah. we are we are but what I always teach this is the first thing I teach people um if I have a course or a class in order to be happy in life we need two things progress slash growth mm -hmm. and connection mm -hmm. that means a lot of people have the perfect family, love of their life, the two dogs, the house, but their job sucks. They still didn't get a raise, so they're not happy. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you have the CEO making millions of dollars, having this amazing loft apartment, having hottest models in his bed every night, three sums, four sums, you name it. But there's no connection. He's also not happy. Mm -hmm. My favorite example is Mexican families. They don't make a lot, but they always have progress, growth. And connection at the same time. They all have big loving families. And they maybe start with five bucks an hour. And suddenly somebody tells them, you know what, Jose, you did great. I'll pay you eight bucks an hour from now on. They constantly progress a better job, even if it's little things. But mm -hmm. they grow and they have the connection. That's why they're so happy. It's we need so both. Interesting. And we usually just have one. Now I'm single after my heartbreak. What am I doing? I'm slaying. I'm working hard. I'm focusing. You know, people say glow up all this crap. But then I'm missing the love now. Mm -hmm. When I had the love, I was so focused on my love, but I didn't really progress a lot because I made the person in my life yeah. and pushed them more and, and lived more for them because I'm also codependent a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, um, the goal is you can have a shitty job <laughs> and a shitty boyfriend, but if you have both at the same time and you low-key like it, mm -hmm. you'll be happier mm -hmm. than um, 
with amazing things if the other part is missing. Right, right, exactly. So this is the goal. And we always have one, but barely both at the same time. Right, it's very infrequent. But, but think about it. You get it we all. have a boyfriend, we're lazy, we gain weight, we just chill, we live our life, right? Yeah. Oh, Brittany, Brittany's always with her boyfriend, with her husband. She, yeah. she won't come by. Yeah. Or you're single, you're at every event, they yeah. see you, you look good. You Damn, look so skinny looks, and hot. You look good, yeah. but then I come home, like every time, like today, this podcast to me is amazing that you invited me. Yeah. I'm going to go home and what? Tell my chihuahua. <laughs> I would love to tell my boyfriend like, bro, <laughs> I had what? such a fun time. And yeah. I can't. I'm going to talk to the my to my dog. Oh, So that's the thing. Try to have both at the same time. Right. And don't focus as much on making one of these two things amazing. I have to have the hottest girl. I have to make the most money. Focus on having both at the same time. And quality. Like, to the point that it's like, and then another thing is, is like learning to be happy with what you have. You have. It's so interesting because I think so many people are constantly, they live in like this want, 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 want. Never enough, never enough. And they keep thinking that, okay, once I get this, I'll be happy. Okay, once I get this, I'll be happy. Okay, once I get this, I'll be happy. And it's like they're chasing things and it's like you could give them the world and they'd still find something to want i don't know you know which guy posted this i think the amazon guy or somebody posted something like if you give happiness a number you'll never be happy because numbers are endless endless, endless. yeah that's so and interesting i saw a cool like picture um online it, it showed like three bars and it says the value of something before you have it before mm-hmm. you have it kind of high right the value of the same thing when you have it super low mm-hmm. the value of it when you lost it boom back really to high. high yeah so we have to i know everybody says that you all of you heard this a thousand but you wake up and be like what do i have wow i could have all of that not mm-hmm. so look at what you have even if your boyfriend is a dumbass or your girlfriend is sometimes whiny or your job isn't the greatest you come home you make money you pay rent you have food you can watch a movie with your friends and have a laugh you know mm-hmm. like wake up and remind yourself of the have, good things it's like training Everything is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Not just your muscle is a muscle. Confidence is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Happy thoughts are a muscle. You have to train your thinking. Yeah. I do this every day because I, I come from a pessimistic. My mom is very, my dad passed 94, right? I was six. My mom is alone till today. Wow. She never had anyone. And when you see her, you would think he passed a year ago or last week. She's very depressed, very pessimistic. So that's my programming. So I really have to fight. I always see the glass rather half empty than half full. So this is something I have to work on. Train my thinking. So were you an only child? Yeah. And they got me very late. My parents are both musicians, but they're jazz musicians, not rock musicians. And they met on a cruise ship. My dad was leading the big band and my mom was playing in the jazz bar upstairs. Uh And when the big band finished their show, they went upstairs to get drunk and have fun. And that's where my mom was playing. And then my dad saw her. And um, then they dated for a long, long time. And then my mom was 45 and my dad was 50. And she became pregnant. But then the doctor said, yo, looks looks good if you want it it looks it looks perfectly healthy yeah. and they were like should we do it they're like well why not yeah but then my mom of course didn't know my dad would pass six later uh, she, he died from cancer so and oh. in 94 this was even they didn't know as mu- as much about it as they maybe do now right but I'm still so but my mom is very negative so i have to fight that programming you know we all have nobody's perfect mm-hmm. and i can be a great coach but i have my life i have my sad moments so of um, course you're human yeah you are allowed like, everyone does you know so tr- train yourself if you feel if you feel sad call a friend or, or do something that makes you happy i turn on the music and i yell and i dance through my room um so whatever it is we like uh, tony robbins calls it peak state mm-hmm. get into peak stages yell and stretch and jump or curse like you know, whatever you want to do yeah 
Get of yourself, like, try to get yourself out aware, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so aware. interesting. They do say that, like, if you're having an anxiety attack, some people say go for a run. Pattern or, interrupt. You have to interrupt your pattern. Yeah. You know, do you know, and it, it's funny, adults do all that and know about it, but then they don't know it. When a child falls on the floor, what do parents usually do? <gasps> no, you're not allowed to do that. Right. They, they are like, oh, it didn't hurt, right? Let's go. Yeah. They like, f- they like change the, because wh- yeah. when you say like, oh, then, then the, the child is like, receives, here I go. Yeah. 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 But you're, but what you're supposed to do is like, yeah. oh, it's okay. Let's go. Yeah. And you just interrupt you're the You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when my friend is crying, I literally will ask her, do you have a nail file? My nail broke. And she'll be like, um, yeah, I think so. And for and then sh- and then I say something else, and she's out of it. Yeah, like she's yeah. out of it. You take you take people. Yeah, you take the power out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 really funny. So interrupt yourself. Like sometimes I sit and I'm like, no, 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 let's go. Yeah, like yeah. you might look like a crazy person, but right. it doesn't matter. No, that's so cool. I love that. You should be a TED talker. You should have a TED Talk speech. I think that's so amazing. And I'm working you, on my ex. You're here all by yourself in America. I moved. Or do you? So. Um, I lived in Germany and uh-huh. I fell in love with a German guy, but uh-huh. he lived here. And then we've been dating for one year, LA, Hamburg. I'm from Ham- Hamburg in Germany. Uh-huh. And then I moved and then we married. I moved here for him and we've been married for uh, five years. And then we got divorced 2018. Okay. And, um, but I, I, I still stayed. And, um, after that I had, my husband can never, my ex-husband can never hear that. The, lo- <laughs> the love of my life, the one that broke my heart. And uh, was after the, your ex-husband. Yeah. Wow. And, and it was only like 11 months with him. Wow. Isn't it interesting? The time, doesn't, that he's the time doesn't matter, does it? That's what I learned. You can have a soul connection with someone in the shortest That's amount of time. That's what I learned. That was the problem between me and my ex-boyfriend too. I was like, I don't even know you for that long. And he was like, so what? And I was like, my ex-husband I knew for six years. Yeah. I gave time a lot of value because my mom does that too. My mom, like a friend that you have for 20 years means more than a friend you have for two years. But what if the 20 years friend is an asshole and the two year friend is like amazing helping you out, right? So this is what I learned. And um, since then it's me and my chihuahua. And it's all about connection. 100%. You know, like I, I, I've i met people who I connect with immediately. And you, you can know that, that that's, that's what it is. And and the, the connection that you have with them can be stronger than a connection you have with someone that you've known for 10 years, you and, know? And this was my biggest lesson yeah. like in, in the last years that, wow, you and your time, you need to date for a long time. So it means something. You need to know someone. No. no. If it's your person. It can be so powerful it's your so person. fast. Yeah. And friendships too. Like, like I feel connected to you. Like, yeah. I feel like we can just sit on the floor and watch a movie and, and yeah. socks. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um. This is something you can't make up. You can fake it and try to make it seem like it is, but you can't. You you can't make it up. It's there or it's not. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't judge too early. Don't don't have people. Don't wait for people to prove themselves to you. If you like them, what it doesn't matter if is it as a friend or as a maybe potential partner. If you like someone, tell them. If you love them, tell them. If you don't like them, tell them. Yeah. Don't be afraid to have someone around that you don't really like anymore, but you don't want to be rude. Tell them, hey, I think at this point. Again, doesn't matter friends or lovers. I feel like we're not really together. Yeah. yeah. Like I still care for you. I wish you the best, but I don't think we should like hang out anymore. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to do that. Right. Life is precious, especially you with your the fear you used to have. Mm-hmm. It's over. Mm-hmm. Life is precious, so let's not waste it on on bullshit. Right. Right. And literally. And it's your life and time is of the essence. The only like thing really you cannot is, buy. Yeah. Exactly. It is the time. only thing you cannot buy. Oh, that's powerful can't get time Oof. back the moment passed isn't that so crazy wow yeah that's why it's so important to be in the present because the future we we don't know the past is over we can't change it we can control it we we memorize it but it's done or we can kind of control a little bit is now i can control right now 
let's say it would be for COVID. I could control now. Do I go to the gym, do something good for my body? Do I go home and eat a fatty pizza instead? Like I can still now control the close, like the near present. Right, right. right. But everything else is out of our hands. But that's the wow. beauty of it. I don't know if I meet someone tomorrow that will get me over my heartbreak. And you might. And I that happened to my girlfriend. She had a very, um, you know, immense love. And she was struggling. She struggled, I think, for two years over that. And then she just met a guy doing a movie. And she's like, That's it. completely. once you meet the new person, you completely, all that pain it's gets gone. washed away. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting. That's why we have to be open, open-minded to All the time. And go yeah. out. Don't I know we, f- we feel like being home a lot, but... Even even in, in in lockdown times, right? Yeah, wear I your love, mask, like, wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands, everybody. Yeah. Um, I go into my car, nowhere to go. I just drive and blast my music, have my windows down and stare at people at the traffic light and laugh at them or sing like to, to them, they're laughing. I love stuff like that. You, you yeah. can still do a lot of things. Take a walk with your loved ones or with your dog. We can still do a lot of things mm-hmm. that don't require a cool restaurant or a cool club. Right, exactly. You can also do a lot of things, but go out and nurture yourself and treat your body like this is all we have, right? Yeah. Uh, us and even if we have a close partner or a husband or even our parents they're not us only us is us you know Mm -hmm. what i mean only Mm -hmm. i am me you can't be me right you can touch me you can kiss me you can hug me but you are not me Mm -hmm. but me i can i know what i really need yes yes you do and i think everyone inside themselves whether they know it or not deeply truly knows what they mean yeah so you know love yourself you have to love yourself Otherwise, you can't give it to others. Wow, so. Maggie, you are so amazing. Thank okay, you. tell everyone if anyone wants to, you know, contact you over Zoom or hip, get hypnotized. Your Instagram is your full name, which is hard to spell. Oh, no, no. My Instagram is Magdusia. And people are like, what is that your name? No, my name is Magdalena, but my mom is Polish. I'm German, but my mom is Polish. And Polish people try to make every name cute. So instead of Magdalena, she would say, Magdusia. Okay. And I was looking years ago whenever I started Instagram for like a cool name. And of course, Magdalena was taken. Maggie was taken. So I tried Magdusia, but I was like, I can't spell it the Polish way. Nobody will know what it means. So I like wrote it in like an American way, like yeah. S-H-Y-A at the end. And I just kept it. So I'm going to tag her down below, yeah, guys. Just so you know, just send her a message. This was very cool. I'm Thank telling you, you like me. the warm, fuzzy feeling that you get when you get hypnotized is very real. But you, I mean, you have to be open to it. I was so ready for her to come and I was ready to try this and we talked about it and it was just something I was really open to and I think it was very cool. I highly recommend yeah, you, you did to amazing. people to do it. Like I literally felt myself like a weighted blanket. Like yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it. And then when you come out of it, there's like a buzzing energy going through your body. But it, this is also proof because I don't do this to you. That's why yeah. it's called self-help. Yeah. I just guide you. You yeah. you did this to yourself. Yeah. I just helped you with a few words, word, what to feel, where to go, but you did it. But it's so interesting because your little voice, like in here, especially because the headphones. Yeah, probably that was the thing. That was like so cool because like hearing your voice. And I guess you can plug headphones into your computer too if you're doing it on usually Zoom. Do headphones, yeah. yeah, like the, the little ones. Because you start, you hear, I heard her, but she was like, all the way away here mm-hmm. in a little voice yeah, you and had, I was in another space. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Guys, please contact Maggie. Write any questions below you might have for her about hypnosis and make sure to go follow her and we will see you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next week on another episode of Horse Talk.